comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Okay, we are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe, but not a regular Out Now with Aaron and Abe. It is a special episode of Out Now with Aaron and Abe, and joining us, can I say Out Now on Aaron and Abe anymore? Joining us for Out Now with Aaron and Abe on this special episode is Jordan Grout and Alan Aguilera. I am Alan. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Upbeat. Good, good way to start things. Okay, so this episode is... It's a commentary. It's our first commentary we're going to do. We're going to do a commentary for John Carpenter's The Thing, the 1982 version starring Kurt uh, Russell. And, um, yeah, we're, we're going to get underway pretty quickly here. But uh, basically, Alan, Jordan, and I, we all love The Thing. Abe just saw it, so he I, I just assumed that he, you know. Like a virgin. I, yep, just that was for the very first time. Anyway. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, Alan, Jordan, and I, we were kind of discussing the thing, and we realized how much we love this movie. And it's basically, you know, one of our favorite John Carpenter movies, one of our favorite Kurt Russell movies, one of our favorite horror movies, and one of our favorite remakes of all time. So, And why... it's probably one of my favorite beard movies. Nice. <laughs> so why not do a commentary for it? And so that's our plan for the day. As of now, uh, we're doing this commentary actually before we record our episode for the pre-bake to the thing the to this 2011 version that just came out but um we're gonna do our we're gonna try our hand at a commentary here so um yeah let's get let's get down to things here um we're we've all we're gonna sync the the movie together so we all have it set at about four seconds in which is right where a universal picture in white lettering pops up on a black screen and um so basically everyone should do that <laughs> and uh i guess I'll just kind of let people do that, presuming that they're, you know, sinking right now. And I'm going to count it down now. So in a, I'm going to say three, two, one, and then we should all press play. So after one, we press play. I bet you will still have Here. problems. Everybody get that? Yeah. So are you going to go like three, two, one, go? <laughs> yeah, sure. But I, literally, <laughs> or, when I say or, the words go, press the play button. Or it's like three, two, like, one, and then it's going to be... <laughs> Wait, do we go while you're saying the word go, or right after you're done saying the word go? As I'm saying the word go, your button, your finger should be pressing the button to say play. So which part of go? The g or the uh? As I'm saying go, the thumb comes down, and that's when you're pressing the play button. <laughs> can I use my index finger instead of my thumb? You can use whatever finger you want to. Do I have to use a finger? <laughs> this is all necessary. Okay, I'm going to start the countdown. Three, two... 
One, go. Okay. Whew. It kind of lagged for a second, but I think I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> the Turner Frosterman Company just, or Foster Company just came out. Yes. yes the Rizzle. Oh. And, uh, oh, no, I think I'm lagging. Oh, my God, come on. Okay, so uh, we can't hear it because we're doing the commentary, but the score by Ennio Morricone, which also just popped up on screen, is going right now, and I love this score, right? It's, it's Todd Ramsey. Let's just sing the score. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just sing the score. Boom. You have the soundtrack? No, I don't. Oh. I, I have the theme. John Lloyd. I wonder if he's related to Christopher Lloyd. You know, I'm pretty sure anybody with the last name of Lloyd is related for Christopher Lloyd. Pretty sure that's true. Um, yeah, okay. So, here we go with the thing. Franco. Larry Franco. Also plays Woo. the uh, passenger with the rifle. Oh, for real? I wonder if he's related to one of the Coens. <laughs> I wonder if David Foster's related to Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I wonder if Bill is from Lancaster. hey -o. Lancaster, California. I'm glad we're being so informative on this commentary. Right? Yes. I have a feeling that I'm just going to get so enthralled in the picture that I'm just going to be quiet most of the time. I'm just going to prod you. And any time we have silence, I'm just going to read quotes from other John Carpenter movies. Can we watch uh, John Carpenter's Vampires after this? Um, I plan. I watch that every night, actually, <laughs> because I have a huge crush on James Woods, and apparently James Woods and Vampires is the way to go to satisfy that urge. So there we go. Big spaceship coming in. I guess this is a prequel to the prequel because this is probably like 2,000 years earlier. My mind is getting blown. Here we go. Here's the title. The title is awesome. Things that the pre-make didn't do well. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Things that they did right and wrong. I, I, I kind of wish that they just remade the thing but had it like in an urban setting so it could be called the Fang. <laughs> <laughs> Antarctica, that would have been awesome. winter, 82. It would be funny if they said summer, because it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man, this DVD's horrible. I kind of thought, yeah, see? That's why you should have got the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not even filling up the whole screen. Oh, look at you. Looks like you're going to have to zoom in and go pan and scan on this. Okay, guys, I'll be back in like an hour. I got to do it. This is ridiculous. Yep. I'm watching it on a tube TV, so it doesn't really matter to me. I should say, because I forgot to in the intro of this, but anyone that's listening to this commentary, before we get really into things, um, uh, we don't necessarily plan to spoil the new thing, but if it comes up, I it do. comes up. So, okay, fine. I'm so, telling you, I'm not making any guarantees. Cause okay, I'm, okay. I'm Basically, spoilers for this thing, obviously, because of the commentary and for the 2011 thing. What is Lars Just... looking for? <laughs> oh, that oh, Lars. Lord. Oh I, I'm pretty sure it's okay. For whatever, I'm talking about the thing pre-make too. I'm oh, yeah, pretty sure. Sure. I'm pretty sure Lars is a uh, MVP of that movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't speak English. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I like Lars. I, I was down with with the Lars train. You never see him. You only see him for like five minutes. Yeah, the same could be said about Joel Edgerton, the ostensible male lead of the film. <laughs> he's still a warrior, though. Yeah, he's always a warrior, in my heart. Hey, the dog. Basically, when, the basically when the warrior, Boiler. yeah, there's the dog. Yeah. When the uh, when the one warrior comes out, basically I'm just gonna watch John Carpenter's Vampires and Warrior back to back. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel bad that Warrior didn't do better. I like that movie quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, it's considered a miss, and I'm like, no, yeah. no, you're wrong. It is a good film. It's a really good film. They punch each other. It's awesome. Anyway, there's a dog running through the snow right now. He seems very. Oh no, let's go back to Warrior. 
<laughs> yeah, so Tom Hardy gained a lot of weight, and um, it looked like he went on a certain diet regimen, probably for the Dark Knight Rises as well, so it really worked out for Tom Hardy. Uh, Nick Nolte, you know. He pro- okay, so the gun's firing right over the helicopter. He's a really terrible shot. He's flying yeah, from a helicopter, Abe. This is a GTA. It's not easy. I mean, he's, not, he's, he's Norwegian. He's not American, because if Palin was in that, that dog would be dead. Yeah. yeah. I think you just jump out of the copter and shoot the dog. I wish he just no, had, like, no a knife. Time. You can get away. And Look how close he is. he is. He is. What is he going to do? Tackle it? It's a thing. It he can, had grenades. He could, had grenades at the camp. He could have just thrown a grenade. It could, it could thing all over him. Ew. <laughs> National Science Institute Station. It's not just a dog. I mean, it's smart enough. It knows what it's doing. It's like, oh, this guy's chasing a helicopter. I'm going to zig and zag. Hmm. Ping pong. Ooh, slice. Ice. Here we go. Nick Reedy. And here comes the one female presence in this movie. Chess? Yeah. All right. It's the only female, you know, presence at all in this version of the thing. Seeing Kurt Russell play chess... It really makes me believe that he can play chess. That is a beard. I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite beard movies. It's it's a good one. I would say Tr- True Grit was probably one of the best beard movies I've ever seen. The uh, last year, the Coen Brother True Grit. Ah, uh, yes, yes. When I, when I think of beard movies, that's kind of the one that pops into mind now. That's how good of a beard movie it was. Really? Did you see... um? That that evil Santa Claus movie that came out last year, John Carpenter's Santa Slay. Oh. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, uh, the, the uh, Norwegian uh, Santa Claus film that had a lot of beards in it. No, I didn't see the Norwegian Santa Claus beard movie. What is that movie? I'm I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. Look it up right now. We're gonna watch the dog like not get shit. My my Blu-ray looks awesome, by the way. Like I I I I, 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 I tend to think yeah Chevron. Right in the frame. Yeah. Product placement. There's a lot of product placement in it here. I, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I tend to think snow looks the best on Blu-ray, like, of the things I like seeing on Blu-ray. So I'm very happy to watch the thing on Blu-ray. It's so white and nice. Like, the uh, the Let the Right One In, that movie, on, and I guess Let Me In, too, on the way snow looks in those movies, is fantastic. I like the way water looks and surfs up. <laughs> Since we're talking about, you know, things. Things that look nice. Mm-hmm. I like Surf's Up. I like that more than Happy Feet. I haven't seen Happy Feet. It's so bright, it's not... i got to put on my sunglasses. It's not bad. Happy Feet. He should put on a jacket. He's going to get a cold. Yeah, I know, right? Benjamin Andre, what you doing in this Childs. Movie? Rare Exports. That was the film. Rare Exports? I'll look that up, too. But That sounds like Good. nothing about what you described. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a Santa Claus movie or Oh, it's got an evil Santa Claus and a bunch of beer. That guy's drunk. See, he has grenades. Rare exports the Christmas a Christmas tale. See, I told you. Well, yeah, oh, you nice. say the full title, then suddenly it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. It should John Jordan. Grenade. Rated Twenty R for feet away. Language. Yeah, you see Santa Claus's dong. His, his, his jingle balls? Yep. Okay. <laughs> jingle balls. Well, speaking of John Carpenter's vampires, uh, the helicopter just landed. And, uh, here we go. Captain, make it happen. 
I'm glad that both Thing movies had a red bearded person because I wouldn't have been able to get over myself if I didn't see that. I was surprised they didn't go after the ginger first. Right? Like, I don't care who the thing is. This is my perfect excuse. I'm pretty sure the ginger guy dies horribly in both movies, though. He gets the he's the one that gets like the uh, face suck in the pre in the pre make. No, uh, Lars, you fool! No, Lars, yeah. <laughs> so Lars literally knew that guy for like what, like 20 minutes, and they like he blew up in the helicopter. <laughs> oh wow! There goes Lars. I love how the actors look nothing alike. Snow and age changes. Uh, shot a guy. Did you know that in Norwegian, he's actually spoiling the movie? Yeah, yeah, It's the thing. The dog is the thing. Yeah. Can you not? I wonder. Oh, also, we're going to spoil this movie. I wonder if Norway audiences were uh, were concerned when they saw the thing. It's like, what? I wonder if they got. Oh. Uh, the oh, right in the face. Right in my too. eyeball. He's not joking Good around. Gary. There oh, it goes. The twitching. Every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> That's actually pretty good with the twitching. I like the realism in this movie. <laughs> His eyebrows have clearly frozen over. <laughs> that he spent outside. You got all the shoulder things up nice. Great balls of fire. So this is uh, John Carpenter's favorite of his own movies. It is. He's a good one. Paul Bunyan coming to check out the dog. <laughs> Where is your dog? What are you doing there, dog? Yeah. Babe, the blue ox has gone missing. I'll take. Uh, hey, we can. Can we assume that the dog has maybe just got him just by him touching him like that? Mm, doesn't have to like convey him somehow. Well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't he have to have like a cut on his finger or something? Uh, maybe, but I'll I'll, I'll say this in that thing in that pre bake the the other thing basically just like rubs up on the guy's face and he's all over him, like. Do we know the transpirative properties that are involved in making a thing, a thing, thing itself into another person? This I do not know. Would you like to think that might be a safe bet that he's already he's already thinged out what just by touching that dog? You could say yeah. that. I I'd like to think that. Well, and didn't the dog jump up on someone else earlier? The red guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, did he get on his skin though? Maybe he got on his clothes or something. I don't know. He could have licked the person. It's true. Maybe. As dogs do. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen's brother is in this movie. And he's very angry. And very, like, jew y <laughs> Roller skates. Yeah. That guy. Nalls. Let's just make a stereotype. How is he a stereotype? What, is, what has he done? Nothing. Thank you, Abe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Honestly, he's a black guy in snow. That's the opposite of a stereotype. Yeah, really. Honestly, like, he's, he's, a, he's a research scientist in Antarctica. Next thing you know, he's going to be talking to about how he's an Olympic swimmer. And Abe, you're just going to feel like a jerk. Yeah. Because he's the opposite of stereotypes. Oh, he was in Domino. Who knew? Nalls? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's he? 
and Badass from 2003. Sweet, sweet bags. Yes. Wasn't he in that Jackson, the Michael Jackson, like Jackson 5 story movie? Wasn't he like Papa Jackson? Or am I just getting confused? Let's just go over the the career of Carl. Oh, he was in the episode of Family Matters. That's where it is. Yeah, that's what you remember from. <laughs> he was also on an episode of Boesha, so. And he was a voice in Space Jam. You know that Moesha ran longer than Dharma and Greg, and that makes me feel a little bit better inside. Just saying. Had two more seasons. Huh. Yeah, no, that was weird too. Whatever happened was... to Moesha's brother? <laughs> oh my god, he did a voice in Space Jam. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. And he's repeating. Oh my god, he was in the episode of Moesha. <laughs> was he John Carpenter's vampires? He was. Yeah. So I guess McReady's going out for a spin in the old helicopter, the old whirly bird. I like his box act. Is what? It's like a square sombrero. Oh, Ah, oh, yeah, his, his hat. Yeah, yeah it, it's quite, it's quite fetching. <laughs> Danger, tail rotor. Dun, 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 dun. It, it's good that you know it's right there because that's what the arrow's for. <laughs> so the guy playing Lars um, in this yeah. version. That was, that was Larry Franco. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's credited as Norwegian passenger with rifle. Did they really have to add passenger? He couldn't he just be Norwegian no, he guy with rifle? He could have been Lars, but you know, that didn't happen. Mm. That would be too much, uh, you know, foresight. Exactly. Larry, Larry Franco, by the way, he's a, he's a big producer. Hmm. Yeah. Among his credits, The Thing, Batman Begins, oh, Apocalypse yeah. Now, Escape from many John Carpenter movies. And he was actually the ex-brother-in-law of Kurt Russell. Oh. They're gone. I can commence. Now, it's rare that I'm going to comment on dog acting to start. Oh. But the dog acting in this movie is fantastic. I hear he taught all the dogs from Hotel for Dogs everything they know. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own acting class and everything. Uh, yeah, he's like retired in Silver Lake now. The uh, the animal coordinator for this movie? No, the dog. Dog? <laughs> <laughs> he just hangs out. He drinks mimosas. The, uh, the pre-make missed an opportunity to use superstitions in the soundtrack. As a foretelling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do we really have enough time to talk about all the missed opportunities that the pre-make had? Only when they come up in my mind. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, hearing superstitious in this setting, and by the way, this is how you establish setting. Like, everything about this is awesome. And here's, here's the dog acting. Ooh. Oh, look at that oh. slow. Ooh. Man. The dog is fantastic. Like, it's walking, it's observing things, and then it continues to walk. Like, that's really cool. Who's over there? I don't know why they call that dog fat. He's just a husky. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's not Benning's, is it? That's um. Oh, uh, we don't necessarily know. That's the idea. Yeah, but I mean, in theory. 
He's just a dude who's about to have a bad day. But that was really cool. Like, the dog, he stops, he looks in, and then he walks in. Like, that's just well done. <laughs> no, I There was a human it's, inside, just like in R2-D2. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Kenny Baker was in this. <laughs> he plays uh, Kurt Russell's hat, actually. <laughs> oh. It's boxy. Makes sense. He also plays um, the crossbow in John Carpenter's Vampires. <laughs> I assume he also, plays, he also plays a snake tattoo on Snake Plissken in Escape from New York. And in the, the video game, he voices the snake tattoo. Yeah, oh, very solid. Nice, nice. Weird role, weird role. Hey, you take what you can get. Yeah, you know. When you don't have, well, when the Star Wars runny runs out, you got to take all the roles you can get. And as yeah, we know, everyone good. from Star Wars is poor. My God, it's a madhouse. So, so this base, the Norwegian camp, is actually the American base just burnt up after they filmed everything. Well, I hope they had their reshoots done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we need to get that pickup. Uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> I guess we'll talk a little more about the pre-make. So yeah, basically the pre-make wraps up with all this stuff to tie it in so we get to see the guy, well, we don't get to see the guy kill himself, but we see the guy that's kind of sitting in the chair dead. Yeah, that was bullshit, too. You don't see the guy <laughs> kill himself. Yeah, that was a deep <laughs> laceration in his neck. And in his arms. Like, the guy yeah. was joking around when he killed himself. Like, I, I never got the feeling that, in, in the prequel, of that sense of, like, hopelessness, that someone would go that far. Yeah, really. The guy, the la- like, the guy that, that killed himself the last time we saw him, he was just kind of like standing in the room, kind of freaking out. But it was like, yeah, it was Collins, right? Like, it's the, one guy, of the guys. I, he was like one of the. He was like English, I think. He wasn't Norwegian. He was like the. Yeah, I think it was Collins. I just remember his name. Yeah, yeah okay, because I can remember the names of the people of the pre-make because they're so memorable. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, what are their fucking names? Like, in this one, you know their names. Like, it's awesome. Like, oh, McCready, like Bennings, Child. Like, you know Collins. who they are. Yeah. And, well, all I know it's Collins because, like, they're writing it on the little vial at one point. Okay. Like, that's how I, I'm terrible with names. It's weird. And, of course, you know Lars because they say his name, like, ten times. Yeah. And, he's and honestly, it's about a Norwegian camp. One of them is named Lars. Yeah. <laughs> I can... Dude, I don't even remember anybody's name. Jack, I assume, was somebody. <laughs> was that the research assistant? I just think of him as tiny nipples from Community. So, oh, that's it. <laughs> was was someone named Sven? Sven. There was like a. Edvard. There was Doctor Ramona Flowers. That was you know she was she was there. Well, yes, clearly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, tiny nipples from Community, and Mister mm-hmm. um, Echo from Lost was there. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. I'm pretty sure his name was just Joel Edgerton. Let's just let's just watch this movie now. I'm getting frustrated thinking about the thing already. Well, yeah. I was just frustrated because there's only five Americans in it, and I think all but one of them were American. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but that guy killed himself. Like, his neck was wide open. His arms are like, how did he have the strength to kill himself that hard? <laughs> and there were no icicles in the prequel. Well, he froze. Well, it's time to, it's a time for yeah. Kurt Russell to get in the yeah. copter and come back. Yeah, it's days Bullshit. later. It's days later. Bullshit. <laughs> Not days. Maybe it's like a couple of hours. Yeah. But 
Don't sass me. It's days later. <laughs> <laughs> Take it an hour later. Yeah. It's a day later. It's. Yeah, a, I, I'm going to eat some now and later. So let's go with that. <laughs> okay. What's all this confection cool. sugar doing here? <laughs> the thing was obviously a coke addict. I think we learned that. Oh yeah. The film was originally banned when released in Finland. Trivia. And John Carpenter wanted the name of uh, Who Goes There. Yeah, which is the original novel that this film is based off of, as yep. well as the original, original film by Howard Hawks. Not by Howard Hawks, he produced it. But The Thing from Another World is also, yeah, that's... Yep. And also, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, actually, would be... That's a film that took a lot... The various versions of it took a lot from that novel as well. And uh, Carpenter hated uh, the tagline, the ultimate in alien terror. Yeah, that's a terrible tagline. It is. Uh, what the yes. hell are they doing with the spa? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have a spa? <laughs> <laughs> Can we take it back with us? Agree. Yeah. Get the winch. <laughs> the Norwegian dog in the film was named Jed. He was a half-wolf, half-husky breed. Jed was an excellent animal actor, never looking at the camera, the dolly, or the crew members. Jed, however, is not the dog seen in the beginning chase scene, where the Norwegian is trying to shoot him. The dog was that another was dog just... painted to look like Jed. It's like, that was just a random helicopter trying to shoot a dog. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got sweet footage. Oh, here we go. The opening title exactly duplicates the original Howard Hawks film. To create the effect of the title, an animation cell with a thing written on it was placed behind a fish tank filled with smoke that was covered with a plastic garbage bag. The garbage bag was ignited, creating an effect of the title burning onto screen. Cool. Yeah. Well, I can certainly say that the pre-make covers all the bases that this movie sets out here. Has everything... Half-heartedly, though. I wouldn't say half. I mean, as much as I don't like that movie, I, I mean, it does a good job of, of recreating things that are there. <laughs> There's a production design award out there somewhere for the thing. Sure, it lacks, you know, a good story, script, characters, decent special effects. Like, do you think context, at this point the paranoia, dog... thrills. <laughs> Well, what? I yeah, moment passed. I was trying to be funny. Okay. Like, oh no, they got me. Yeah, do you think if the dog had like a mustache right now, I'd be curling it? Like, oh no, what am I gonna do? I, I figure most dogs do that anyway, and just imagine themselves having a mustache. But you could never get that on film. That is the crispy critter. Wolfram has developed diabetes from this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it like that. It is weird to see Wolfram Brimley talking about diabetes on commercials and doing daytime television. I think it's weird when Wilford Brimley doesn't talk about diabetes. I think it's weird that Wilford, that nobody really addresses the caterpillar that's grown on William Brimley's face. Like, it's clearly there, and no one wants to address it. It's just this large caterpillar that's died on his face. Beard. My God. Look at this. Boy. Oh, my. No beard. <laughs> my eyebrows have turned white from this, boys. You're just kidding, Captain. We all know they've been like that. Did you grow a goddamn beard already, Captain? 
Super Troopers. I, I'd watch. I'd watch. Yeah, I'd watch the Super Troopers remake of the thing. I'd watch that. Comedy. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I watch Broken Lizards. The thing. Was <laughs> that the one with the two heads? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. uh, that's uh, Team Ramrod. That's tiny nipples. Yeah. It's Team Ramrod. <laughs> Team Ramrod. We have no idea what to do next. I forgot my line. That dog, is, that dog is yeah. That dog is fantastic. Why? Where's hits Oscar? I know, right? Best dog in a film. Best supporting dog. What is his name? With the glasses. I can't think of his name. Windows. Jufro. Windows. Yeah, the Jufro. He was in the Warriors. I'm not even looking that up. I just know that he was in the Warriors. What did he play? He was one of the. He's the guy that gets hit by the train. <laughs> he's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like the one warrior that like dies brutally. Spoilers for the warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Thanks, man. Sorry. I don't care. Okay. Well, you can come out to play later. Ew. Ew. Juicy. Get him in the guts. Now, see, he's wearing gloves, so he's not thinged out. He's all good. No diabetes found. <laughs> I hope he has insulin nearby. <laughs> well, once he becomes a thing, he'll be cured of all diseases. Oh, yeah, that's so right. <laughs> you know, whatever planet the thing comes from must be the most confusing place. They must be playing King of the Hill all the time. Why? Yeah, that, that was oh, terrible. Oh, because everyone's always oh, trying to one-up somebody. Okay. Sure. <laughs> See, now I get it, but it just, it just, it just wasn't funny. Fast. <laughs> you can't even edit that out because it's a commentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that device that they were using? It looks like a laser disc. <laughs> Is anyone? Did anyone watch the? There was a YouTube video of the the actors from the thing watching the thing. <laughs> no, no. So it's, so it's like it's all these guys. It's like clips from this movie, and like instead of things on TV, it's just clips from the trailer for the thing, and them reacting to it. It's really funny. Uh, I need to see that. I'll try to I'll try to put that in the show notes if I remember. Wait, they're watching the the prequel. They're trailer? watching the trio. Yeah, they're watching the all the character. All the like, they're just showing scenes from this movie where they're all watching TVs or computer monitors, and all the TV monitors all have clips from the trailer for the thing, and it's just. Oh, I'm gonna just, look that up right now. <laughs> it's, I think it's just called the the thing. Actors watch the thing or something like that. Oh, internet, you do funny things. Yep. Oh, here we go. Let's get to some dog action. Oh, here it is. The thing cast watches the prequel. Yeah. I'm gonna save that. <laughs> <laughs> they brought a one. Here we go again, and this is like the last time I'll hark on the dog acting, is because it's like the last time there's real dogs in this movie. But what it comes in, this is perfect. Oh yeah, look at the steps he makes. <laughs> I'm being serious though. It's no, perfect. so am I. I was just I want I'll make light of how serious you are. I'm but sorry, no, he's, but he's really dog like I'm gonna sit down here, but you bastards better not touch me. But it's just so cool, like, knowing what the dog is at this point, and 
how it's reacting and like what it's being and for a dog being coordinated to do this and how well it pulls it off and creates this sense of dread. Yeah, those other dogs are dead. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Do you guys smell that? It smells like fear. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the new guy? I don't like him. I don't like him either. All dogs. Uh, uh, no. no. And now things get crazy. Like, what the hell? This movie has a fucking. This movie looks fantastic. Dogs. Looks like my ex-girlfriend's period. Every. Oh god. <laughs> right, I'm just thinking about the special effects of this movie is fantastic. Like, Spaghetti. Like this stuff is crazy. Like, <laughs> get it. What the hell? I didn't sign off for this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I'm a scientist, know, damn it! Game over, man. Like, that's crap. What is that? <laughs> I want to be a 1982 audience member watching this movie because you're like, what the hell is going on? It's like jizzing on him. <laughs> it's it's like, I'm going to pee on you. It's already dead. It's already dead. What's, uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey, what are you guys barking? Is there a cat? Pushes up his glasses. He has a good beard, too. Yeah. You gotta grow one. Because they'll catch you. They'll get you. I'll just turn on the light here. Nope. The light won't turn on. Oh. So just unlock the door to see what's going on inside. Whoa! Whoa! Well, he's the thing now. What the... Yeah. What the H? What the what 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 the hell? Hey hey there! What the H? Right. Russell, go and get a get an otter pop from the freezer. What's the or a beer? I like the idea that they they have otter pops though. I'm gonna stand by that. Use the beer to crack the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what is that sound? It's weird and pissed off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's angry. That guy need to put back, on pants. I was clearly masturbating before. So was Childs. They were probably together. I wonder uh, if he's going to tell the thing to go ass to ass. God. Let's just point out how awesome Keith David is, by the way. Yes. yes. This is the time. Should... Keith David is awesome. And especially bald Keith David. Looking like, I like a boss. He does look like a boss. Yeah. I like bald Keith David over has hair Keith David. I met Keith David. Big guy. Big guy. Okay, so that's weird, right? <laughs> that's messed up. So, is this like... I am your, your father. Okay, because no. in the remake... What, what? The what? other thing... In the pre-make, the other thing was like super mobile and was like, move around. This one's like, I'm just going to sit here for a bit. <laughs> like, it's like the short bus one. It's also, oh god, it's just oh, so gnarly. No, no more. I think, oh, that looks so good. This movie's so fantastic. Shoot it in the head. Oh, bummer. Oh, that's awesome. No. Don't shoot my dog. It's not your yeah, life yeah. anymore. It's a zombie. God, that thing's gnarly. 
what? How great does this look Whoa. compared to whatever that CG blob thing was in the pre-make? Exactly. Oh, it's all gooey. Oh! Oh, Jesus, there it goes. <laughs> oh, Christ. Come on, childs! Fucking childs? Childs, no! Burn it! Okay, now here's this thing. This is like... This part was what that. Yeah. And, like, the crazy thing when it opens here, this all happens. This has to be, like, the closest it comes to looking like what it actually looks like, right? Like that? Like, what is that? Some kind of crazy flower? It's a flower, yeah. In the remake, it just looks like the uh, Super 8 monster. <laughs> yeah, as in nothing. <laughs> yeah. As in, I don't remember what it looks like at this point. It has, it has like, claws. Yeah. And I, I think a horn. It a face or something. It was very agile. It was thinged out for, like, the... It did not, like, really... Cons it was basically like, oh, I got you. Here's a character. Closed off space. I'm thinged out for the rest of the movie. That was, like, the thing pre-made. This thing, you know, there's actual tension because we don't know which one's the thing for a while. Daytime. Diabetes. All right, who wants crab? I can't... Yeah. I'm not joking. I'm getting hungry. I kind of am, too. I could go for some, uh... Maybe, like, a wedge salad. I had a wedge salad last night. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Blue BJ's. Mm-hmm. You, you, you went to BJ's? Oh, yeah. Get... Oh, yeah, get in there. Good stuff. All right. Diving in. What? I open the asshole first. <laughs> Every asshole has diabetes. <laughs> My mom had diabetes. See, that's not funny anymore. I, 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 <laughs> I, eat, I eat a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> diabetes. Oh, God. Hey, Aaron, your friend Mark should do a top three dissection scenes in movies. What? What? Forget it. You do. We should do top, top top dissection scenes in movies. No, well, for your friend that does a top three all the time. Oh, oh, yeah. We can do it right now. We'll pay. Right. This is our this is our Mark Johnson pay tribute uh, to uh, top dissection scenes in movies. And I'll say the thing. Hellboy two. Independence not, Day. Not, sorry, Blade two. Blade two. And yeah, Independence Day. Maybe. All right then. Next. I don't know what else. Remember, remember that scene in Blade 2, though? Where they open up the yeah. Reaper Empire? That scene's great. That's Guillermo del Toro being awesome. So you have two Guillermo del Toro dissection scenes. Yeah. Good for you. We gotta have two. Look, does the Tauntaun scene count in Empire? I'll count that. Sweet. Wait, how do I have two Guillermo del Toro scenes? You said Hellboy. No, I, I, meant, Blade I meant Blade 2. I meant Blade 2. Oh. I was like, because Hellboy doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember things. Maybe Alien 3, when they open up Newt, even though you don't see anything. Yeah. Pretty hardcore. Poor Newt. Yeah. Oh, the first Alien? Don't they do that in the first Alien? Do they? they just, Maybe not. I mean, they kind of, like, they try, and then it bleeds through their entire ship, and they're like, let's not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll just continue being creepy. <laughs> well, maybe I should uh, give ambiguous answers to prove my innocence. And speak very slowly. 
He has a big beard, so I'm sure it weighs out his face. <laughs> it's tough for him to talk, so he can only do it for like five minutes at a time. He's constantly burning calories when he talks. What's his name? Paul Bunyan. Thank you. It's... Beardy. Beardy with beard face. Which one is he? Is, there... <laughs> is that um? Is it Fuchs? No. Is it Norris? I think it must be Norris. I'll say it's Norris. Is it Bennings? This is. Where did they film this in the pre premake? Uh, in the premake. Not this one. Universal backlog. <laughs> uh, jokes over here. Oh, this. Okay, I'm not even watching the screen. That's why. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, when did they film? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Well, no, 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 no. No, they could have filmed this beforehand. Oh no, they didn't. No, I don't even know what. Hmm. Good question. Now. Because is that that's where they're like blowing up the ice so they can reveal the the spaceship, right? That's exactly what happened in King Kong versus Godzilla. Is it, Abe? Did you recently watch King Kong vs. Godzilla? That was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Really? <laughs> I used to watch that all the time. I, I used to watch Godzilla movies all the time. Like, this is the size of Godzilla's brain. It's like this Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how good it is. <laughs> oh, Copetti! So wait, so in this version, they blow up like a big chunk of the ice. In the pre-bake, it just kind of heats it up itself, the spaceship. Yeah, continuity. USA, like USA. Seems like a weird thing to get wrong in a movie that was so dedicated to, you know, mimicking the first one so poorly. <laughs> no, my jacket's the biggest. <laughs> Fade to white. That means they're all dreaming now. It's like Total Recall. <laughs> Whoa, check out that matte painting. My god, this is the best green screen ever. They don't have green screens, Abe. It's 82. It's My matte god, that's the best <laughs> matte painting ever. <laughs> this is the point where they should have been smoking a cigar, taking it out of their mouth and said, oh my god. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like the captain does that. Like at the base, like he just he's he always has a cigar in his mouth, and they just never show the scene where it just he opens his mouth a little wider and it falls out. You mean like in Ghostbusters? Or exactly, Hanford? exactly. <laughs> yes, that's a movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Anyway, so wait, how did the spaceship get up so high? Wasn't it like down deep in them guts? Or and, uh, no, <laughs> that's the answer. No. Okay. Oh, look at the perspective. It's pretty. It's pretty low. Yeah, you can see that. No. Alan, clearly your depth perception's off. Clearly, clearly. I need to reevaluate my life. And the prequel, it was like significantly larger than that. Yeah, it was like the size of Rhode Island. Well, you know, it was a snow slide. There was some snow slides, so you're only seeing it's like a it's like a glacier. You're only seeing ninety percent or ten percent. We should go in there. Nah. No. I'm good. What is this, Predator Two? 
That's exactly what I thought. That's all I kept thinking about. Yeah. What is this? X Files Fights of the Future? That's my reference. That's wrong. Uh, we'll that's a great movie. That's my that's, that's my retro review. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. That movie sucks. I like that movie. The first X Files movie. No, the first one. one. Yeah, yeah. Not the not the I want to believe that movie's. That movie has Amanda Peet falling down an elevator shaft onto like spikes. That's how to talk describe X Files. I want to believe. <laughs> I may just be a helicopter pilot, but I'm pretty sure I've described the entire plot of the movie. It's <sighs> not Kurt Russell. Hey, man. He saved Chinatown. Did he? Mm-hmm. I, I, he kind of did. His uh, his partner was kind of more involved in that whole thing. But... He took all the credit for it. <laughs> yeah. I love Big Trouble in Little China. That movie's hilarious. Same. I miss John... I want... Where's the John Carpenter, Kurt Russell movie again? Where's the, Where's Escape from the World? Where's Escape from Earth? I'll watch that movie. <laughs> I like Escape from L.A. I think that movie's fun. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. Great in that. I think that I think that movie that movie predates Grindhouse. That was a Grindhouse movie before there was Grindhouse. It was completely over the top and just like wild. It's not great, but it has Kurt Russell surfing in downtown L.A. chasing after Steve Buscemi in like a Chevrolet. <laughs> Man, that film looked bad in '96. Yeah, it look, yeah, it looks terrible. It's a terribly made movie in terms of special yeah. effects. It has a hang gliding sequence of Pam Greer, but like, I still get, I still get the joke that they're trying to do with like what they're making in that movie. Dramatic pause with no answer. Has anyone played the uh, the PlayStation Two game? The thing. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so that game, I, I thought of that because the loading screen for that game is this, where it has the the uh, computer screen of the cells imitating each other, which I thought was a cool loading screen. But that game is actually pretty good. It's better than the pre-make, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a, it serves as a sequel to the thing, so like what happens after, and um, it's a it's a pretty solid survival horror game. Like I really enjoyed playing it, and it's actually scary for a PS2 game that like comparison to like Resident Evil and Silent Hill kind of games. Like it does a decent job. You get the option of either being McReady or Childs? Um, no. And I don't want to spoil the game how it handles that. You play like basically like people come in after the fact and kind of see what the hell was going on. Oh. It's, so does, does it answer the question at the end of the movie? It answers some questions, yes it does. I think, <laughs> I think it respects the mythology of the thing more than the pre-make does actually. Yeah. And like you get to like you can like tag along with other people and suspect if they're the thing or not, and they'll. It's fun. It's a really I think it's a really clever game. See, I wish they they would have used like these types of like early '80s computers in the remake. I yeah, honestly, I did, did, could you even tell that that movie was set in the '80s? Like I couldn't. Like it didn't feel like yeah. it was. It just felt no. like. Oh, they no, no, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead's bangs. That's yeah, that was about the extent, and that she was listening to some random song at the beginning. That was, oh yeah, we're the 80s, guys. That was, that was that. And she was wearing, like, like a thin turtleneck the whole time. Yeah, yeah, the, the costume department got the 80s down. Good job for them. Well, I'm saying, like, it's, like, freezing, and all these guys are in, like, big, like, snow jackets, and yeah, she's in, like, a They're not reaching out beers, Jordan, so, I mean, it's all good. Sure that. I don't buy it. Anyway, let's get back to this. It's got the clothes going. Clearly the thing rapes you before it imitates you. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. 
And that's what we're all about on this commentary, <laughs> rape jokes. So. <laughs> Got a J&B. Gotta go. Get some more alcohol. Oh, damn, the thing video game's only uh, five bucks. Go get it. <laughs> do it. I, I will. Recommend. <laughs> I can do it. I got a backwards compatible PlayStation 3. I can play it still. Aw, snaps. I'm just uh, gonna go have a slumber party over in Nal's room. Hey, man, let me talk to you in private. In private. But everybody else heard that I want to talk to you in private. No, it's okay. No homo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You like that I said that. That's awesome. (laughs) Because you like followed it up so quickly. Why does it want to cover my bases? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Because that's wrong, apparently. (laughs) That's like. Well, I didn't say what I was going to do with my excitement and boner. I just. Anyway. Okay. Hey man, it looks Why is he wearing sunglasses? This predates Carrie Hart or Corey Hart. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh snap, it's moving! <sighs> That's why they call him Windows, isn't it? Because he's always wearing uh, glasses. No, it's so, because he used to um, clean skyscrapers for a living. While wearing glasses. glasses. I just thought he was like one of the early developers for Microsoft, but okay. Yes. Well, that too. He, yeah, he was best. He was besties with um, Anthony Michael Hall and uh, Noah Miley. Oh. Mm, Silicon Valley, yes. Yep, that's where I went with that. Mm, nice. No, it's a good movie. The Pirates of Silicon Valley. It's, it's a good TV movie. R.I.P. Steve Jobs. So, uh, what kind of food do I'm you like? Your <laughs> so you're in Vietnam, huh? My <laughs> help, guys. Man, that must have been rough. I was here freezing. <sighs> I like I like McGree's like he's just like what do you want kind of laid back <laughs> clearly you got me out here for something classic Kurt Russell swagger look at him he's so over it <laughs> he's like what I don't care what do you want four eyes you <laughs> should beat up kids like you for breakfast. Agreed, he was just apparently like a, a rough bully. <laughs> Skidozer. While discussing the character of McReady, director John Carpenter and actor Kurt Russell discussed having McReady being a former Vietnam chopper, chopper pilot who had felt displaced by the service in Vietnam. This did not make it into the finished film. Why did he use all this grape jelly? Get it. <laughs> Peanut butter bitches. Peanut butter jelly time. Maybe I could look over here now. Ah, shuckles. Yeah, so I think it's got him. Will anything save me from this terrible conversation? John Carpenter and Kurt Russell both admit that after all these years, they still do not know who has been replaced by the creature and when. Clearly, they're not watching this movie enough. Although I don't know either, so I don't know. <laughs> there he goes. Thinging out. I was kind of expecting to see this kind of hand in the remake. Or in the prequel. Yeah, you know, since it's on the poster and everything, you'd expect things like that. But no! <laughs> 
didn't want to do that, I guess. He's not your friend anymore. Ooh, well, Benny, put your gloves back on. Oh, oh, ah. It's a trap. <laughs> it's Mr. Burns. It's a Mr. Burns when he gets his treatment. <laughs> One thing you can say about McReady and Joel Edgerton, they know how to throw a flare when need be. They do. They are like expert flare Very throwers. accurate. Or flamers, like, if you will. Yeah, flamers, exactly. And how about that pre-make when Joel Edgerton, like, they, like, he just tosses it, like, under the shack. Like, that's, like, the best throw ever. Except for when Ramona Flowers tosses, like, a bomb into the thing's mouth. That was stupid. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. The sound, effect of the, the sound effect of the Antarctic wind it was actually recorded in the desert outside Palm Springs. But, yeah, that's where things go to die. <laughs> Much of the creature work inside the scene of the dog cage was done by Stan Winston and his crew, as Rob Botton was suffering from exhaustion at the time due to his immensely heavy workload. R.I.P. Stan Winston. Hey guys, I made an igloo. <laughs> Who wants to go to my fort? <laughs> you guys, look at this. You guys are, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Time for the luau. Poster artist Drew Stritzen created the poster for this film basically overnight without having seen any publicity photos. That may be, well. Wasn't he the guy in The Mist? Drew Stritzen? Well, yeah, it's because, like, He's, Thomas Jane in the Mist was like a movie like, poster. Yeah, he's like based off of that. Yeah. Guy. I actually have a really sick Drew Struzan book about all his artwork and the different stages he made for each poster. I just got one in the mail, actually, like the newest one that came out that he just did. Is the one with the Harry Potter on it? I think so. Yeah, that's what I have. It's sick. It's like a sweet, huge hardcover. Mm hmm. Yeah. Makes my insides happy. Yeah. Drew Struzan, Drew Struzan, for anyone that doesn't know, he's. He's basically a renowned poster artist who's created many of the most memorable images in like for like all the Indiana Jones movies, Star Wars movies, Blade Runner, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Back Back to the Future, like just those really classic like hand drawn uh, poster arts. That that those are mostly Drew Strutzen's work because he is awesome. Mm -hmm. I want him to do one on the wire, and then I want to get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> I want him to do one for every year of my life. Uh, How cool would that be? Like, if he, like, I want him to have like a son, which he probably does. Who like, and he like draws like a picture representing every year of his life. That'd be awesome. I hate to see his puberty years. You know, I would love to see those. <laughs> this is a big bathroom door that's locked. <laughs> Take a second. There it is. Hey Blair, where are you going? Blair. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it, guys. Just uh, checking the old helicopter for uh, germs. Does, uh, does McReady wear that uh, that snow cap well? I wouldn't be able to pull it off. But yeah. he can. Well, you got a big head, Alan. So. Theoretically or literally? 
both. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Nick Nolte turned down the role of McReady, as did Jeff Bridges. They're dumb. Hey, man, there's like a thing, and we gotta get it. Man. What do you mean there's a thing? Man, you know, man, just get the flamethrower, man. Like, like, I don't know if I want to do that. No, man, this, sh this, like, aggression shall not pass, man. There's a thing out there, and, uh, come on. I can't do it anymore, my throat hurts. Okay. <laughs> It was hurting. Nick Nolte must always have, like, tea. Oh, Wolfram Brimley with a gun! Oh, no! This is just like his commercials. <laughs> He's always shooting at the camera. <laughs> Why do I gotta go? Alright, I'm out. I look good in these jeans. So do you think he's the thing in this scene or he's just going crazy I think he's just going crazy in this scene I yeah. don't think he's the thing in this scene I think he's just literally going stir crazy see he says nobody knows what's going on around here you know if you just explain it to everybody they'd all know what's going on around here didn't he explain it to everybody I think he showed them that computer model I, well which you know, sure that computer model it. explained everything a lot better than what Ramona Flowers how she explained it in the, in the prequel According to John Carpenter in an interview that he takes, according sorry, <laughs> according to John Carpenter in an interview that he takes all of his failure movies pretty hard. However, he said that all of those movies, this movie took he took the hardest, not only because the movie was a failure upon release, but because both critics and the audience, to Carpenter's shock, panned the movie for its gory violence and bleak content. Things changed in the course of thirty years. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't know, The Thing in 82 came out the same year as some other pretty memorable alien film that was much more happy. It was called E.T., The Extraterrestrial, which went on to be uh. one of the biggest movies of all time. And, um, yeah, so people weren't exactly ready to see this hardcore, bleak alien movie after going to see E.T. And, it, yeah, it failed pretty hard upon its release, but has since become, you know, renowned as one of the best horror movies of all yeah. time. So yeah. <laughs> things kind of worked out in the long run. <laughs> Is it safe to get up now? Where are my glasses? I can't see what that I guess I'm just gonna chill. Yo, I'm just gonna pull a Stevie Wonder. What? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> He's just taking a crap. <laughs> In the DVD commentary, John Carpenter said Wilfred Brimley was the only cast member not initially grossed out by the autopsy scene where they used real animal organs. Brimley had been a real-life cowboy, and gutting animals and removing organs was a normal experience for him. What if we call everybody pussies? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is fake, this is fine, and he starts eating it out. Uh, uh. Alright, let's see. Get in there. <laughs> I think that was a real injection. Looks kind of real. I hope. I mean, they're crazy back then. Seventies, eighties horror movies. They just went. They just went for it. They didn't have time for this. They just kind of like dug in there. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the whole oh, yeah, terrible was, sequence. Was really. Weird. When she's you know, the original yeah, yeah. Texas to the awesome. Like when well, like the scenes were like they're just cutting the girl's fingers. That girl just literally got her fingers cut. Like they weren't even trying at points. 
that girl took a beating in that movie in Texas Chainsaw Massacre when she's like running through the woods in the dark and stuff. She got all kinds of scraped up and things from all the interviews mm-hmm. and stuff I've read about her. Like that girl took a beating. And took a pounding. Yep. And she grew up to be Oprah. That made no sense. It's a lie. Not true. Watch the slow taco with the beard. <laughs> all right. They just fed him candy. That's how he developed the diabetes. Diabetes. The original version, The Thing from Another World, took place at the North Pole. This version takes place at the South Pole. It's a good fact. <laughs> I, thought, I thought so. I thought it was good. I wanted to grind things to a halt to read that one out loud. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of you, but you could be one of me. Right? Wrestling said they're this big. <laughs> <laughs> Where, why, why did the pre make star Ice Cube instead of Mr. Echo? I would have watched that movie. <laughs> this thing's out there this big. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> you. He's also the cook. He's like... <laughs> yeah, like Steven Seagal at Under Siege, right? <laughs> Is that an appropriate reference? <laughs> I think of Deep Blue Sea. Oh, no, oh cool, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> I think said knock you out. Mm. Deepest, bluest. My head is like a shark's fin. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad someone else could reference the actual song that he sings in Deep Blue Sea. Not a That's reference. terrible. <laughs> head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Another Tom Jane movie. Mm, yes. Know what Tom Jane is? Awesome. <laughs> and he's the Punisher. He is the Punisher. Who forgot to plug in the freezer? Now all the auto pops are belted. <laughs> yes. Someone called back to my auto pops joke. <laughs> I feel real. I feel redeemed. <laughs> oh wait, the doctor has like the best line. He's like, no one, no one got the keys for me. <laughs> he gives like a look. See, I thought Windows had a set of keys. And you know when he drops them? I thought that, those were the keys. No, there's a lot of keys. It's only one key for everything. Here we go. Like, well, eyebrow says it, and then he looks over to Doc. Head turn. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to walk out of the room unsuspiciously. <laughs> Maybe we all yell at each other. You know, they tried to have like a tension scene like this in the prequel. It didn't work out. No, it didn't. In no way. Nope. What scene was that? I forgot. (laughs) Almost every other. I think it was. uh, I I think it was during the um, during the pre the preview for um, Red Tails. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I get irritated whenever I see the preview for Red Tails. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. I just said I don't know why, but I do. I, guess. I think it's because it's the skeegee airman, but not really. I don't know. It looks like a bad movie. That too. I think it will have awesome dog fighting scenes. It just looks like a really expensive bad movie. Yeah. Well, so did 
Well, I didn't see Flyboys, so I have no frame of reference there. But honestly, Real Steel looked like a really expensive bad movie, but that movie was awesome. It was awesome. I was surprised at how good it was. I stood. I mean, I didn't. I didn't love it as much as I would have liked to, but I still stood by it when it was initially coming out. Yeah. Same with Planet of the Apes, for that matter. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, it's the one where Abe. It's the one where Abe gets cloned in a lab and uh, in Berkeley, and then his favorite football team loses, and so he goes yeah. wild, and they all break that was out. Hard. Made San Francisco. We suck. I still love <laughs> my team. Oh, we're, we're just not that good. I guess I better leave my gun here. You remember when uh, James Franco met Abe and took him to the Redwood Forest? I had asked for his permission <laughs> to go climb the trees. Yeah, you put you my, put your hand out on your knees, basically like your normal Saturday nights. Uh, and he also makes um, bad King of the Hill jokes. Yep. Yeah. That boy ain't right, I tell you. So anyway, Childs is here, and he's a yeah, little. Oh no, King of the Hill, the game, not the not the show. Thank you, Abe. We got we got your joke. It just was it still it was bad. <laughs> explain it more, please. This is, explain it in Halo voice. King of the Hill. Halo voice. Running right. Beautiful blue lads. We must burn every specimen. So uh, how does this thing... Ah, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he does this exact same speech in Miracle. Just changes a few words around. <laughs> <laughs> and in Dark Blue. Never saw that. That's not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's the one where he plays a cricket cop? Yeah. It's like the S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. Except the S.H.I.E.L.D. is much mm -hmm. better. I think, what, is it from David Ayer? Alan, do you know this? Dark Blue? Uh, no. Yeah. It's from, uh, Was it? what's his name? It's like, all, like or David too. It's like from, like, the Joe same, like... Is it, no, 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 it's Stark, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Dark Blue. I know it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's, like, David Ayer, like, because he, like, only writes bad cop movies. <laughs> okay, it's directed by yeah. Ron Shelton. J oh, yeah, screenplay. Yeah, David Ayer. Yeah. And David oh, Ron Ayer. Shelton. Holy yeah, Ron shit. Shelton. White what movie. has that guy done recently? I'm gonna look Hob him up. Hollywood homicide, right? Am I right? How oh, about yeah. Bad Boys Two screenplay? Yeah, Hollywood homicide. I hated that movie. I like Hollywood homicide. <laughs> it was terrible. I, I, it's not great, but I for some reason liked that movie. Maybe it was because I saw it after I saw Hulk in the same day. Why are we talking about David A. Oka's Dark Blue? <laughs> oh, play it to the bone. That movie was shitty too. Yep, not good. Okay, let's let's go back to this because now we're at the test scene. <laughs> Almost. It's doing fine. Oh, get up in there. Well, I tried fix six times, but I finally found that vein, Doc. <laughs> so. My name is Javi Milk. I wonder how long it took him up the, uh, <laughs> uh, wow. the, the, the uh, mouth inspection scene in the that prequel. Was <laughs> that, was a, that wasn't a bad idea. I, if, the, if the movie was made better, it would have been better. No, it's, but... it's exactly what the guy says. He's like, so I'm going to get, or 
killed for flossing. It's like, that's assuming that every Norwegian has bad dental. It seems like it could have been handled. Like, I mean, honestly, if you if you if you're going by like things that people have like that, like a, like fillings, you don't need to inspect everyone's mouth. You just say everyone that has a filling, go over here. Everyone that doesn't, go over there. Save some time here. Then we'll check. I do like that the British one was the one who didn't have fillings. Right. <laughs> what is that device he's using? I think it's that. Um, it's a keytar. Oh, oh, I've heard of those. I think it's a dictaphone. I think uh, John Goodman uses it in the uh, Fred Flintstone movie. <laughs> I kind of wish he was talking on a radio right now, and then he was also like communicating with Jack from uh, Big Trouble in China. <laughs> Jack Burton? Yeah. Me? <laughs> Big Trouble like, I'm you. Again. No, that's a good movie. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that I... scene, though. At the, like, he's like, Jack Burton? Me. <laughs> just, I to know who the hell he is. <laughs> oh, I was just uh, drinking out of this beaker. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, sorry, it's not a beaker. I was drinking out of this um, flask. flask. Let's get our science terms right, guys. <laughs> I hate to be inaccurate on this podcast. Donald Pleasance was the original choice for the character of Blair. Pleasance was unable to perform the role due to scheduling conflict and commitment to Halloween movies even after Carpenter left. That's the last part's not true. But he was really intense about Halloween movies. <laughs> he died making the fifth Halloween, or what is it, the sixth Halloween movie. Oh my. Why are the lights going down, though? I guess I better use a candle. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> John Travolta. I figured you were doing uh, George Takai. Uh, so. Who's out there? <laughs> Who goes there? Who is that? Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's out in the dark blue. He's out. The... <laughs> okay, see, this looks awesome on Blu-ray. I don't know what you guys are suffering through, but it looks it's awesome streaming. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm sure. I'm sure, J.J. Abrams got a lot of uh, inspiration from the lens flare in this scene. Yeah, there's a lot of it. McCready. I know his name is Fuchs, but I want to pronounce it another way. <laughs> Fuchs? No. Okay. F-U-C-H-S. M-O-U-S-E. Angry dialogue. Loud noises! No, I want to be a Ghostbuster, and I'm taking the proton pack on the pool table right here. One slayer. To give the illusion of icy Antarctic conditions, interior sets on the Los Angeles soundstage were refrigerated down to 40 degrees Fahrenheit while filming over 150 100 degrees Fahrenheit outside. Mm -hmm. Alright guys, I'm just uh, 
practicing my nuts. Yeah, I just made a noose. Yeah, I was gonna choke the old chicken later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he still, like, he still thinks he's like up to date on like who's the thing. Who's, yeah, oh, he's been locked inside for two days. <laughs> He has the news hanging with him as he's saying he's all right. <laughs> if there is ever a lack of subtlety, it's this moment in the film. And I'm referring to the comics thing. Hey, man. Now, at this point, he's the thing, right? Should we say that? Yeah. He's the thing, right? He's got like a, He's dug the hole underground. He's building his UFO. You, throw, you just throw that flare, but I think I see something in the dark. That's not how you throw a flare. Wait a minute. Oh, what? What? My God. What do you think happened to him? He didn't know how to use his flare and he just caught on fire. That's really, that's really <laughs> terrible. Really? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Might have been flare. Flare like burned him? Well, before you know, he, could he opened anything. up the, uh, the underground and he's just like, peekaboo. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, snaps. Oh, snap. In a close-up shot of the United States National Science Institute Station 4 sign, the Smokey the Bear sign can be seen. I saw that, yeah. This film is considered a benchmark in the field of special makeup effects. Duh. These effects were created by Rob Botton, who was only 22 when he started the project. And other things Rob Botton has done since then. He was involved in Fight Club, Seven, Total Recall, uh, Mission Impossible, Basic Instinct, Bugsy, Robocop, Inner Space, Legend. Legend. Man, I like that movie. Mission Impossible. Yeah. I like the whole face mask stuff. And like those, oh, yeah. Uh, like yeah. The, yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, yeah. And when Emilio Estevez Emilio was Estevez. Like, impaled in the face. Yeah. That's a fun scene to watch in slow motion, by the way. <laughs> oh, too much cookie. I'm excited for Mission Impossible 4 just because I like watching the Mission Impossible movies, including 2. Everything slow mode, John Woo style, which is directed by yeah, John Woo. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah. I, I think of Mission Impossible 2 as like a spoof movie for John Woo that happened to be directed by John Woo. <laughs> It also has a badass motorcycle chase, so I can't fault it that much. <laughs> Guys, how do I look when my face is all frozen like this? Look what I found. He looks like Tyrone. Got some crack, 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 baby, crack. <laughs> Tyrone Biggums? <laughs> yeah, Tyrone Biggums. Crack, got some crack. 
Red with the, with the way it's like it's the way his mouth is frozen and everything right now. <laughs> it looks like Tyrone. <laughs> See, there it is. <laughs> Windows so is not even tempered. Saw that in the snow, and he saw it in the oil furnace. That means that Blair must have, like, picked it up and just threw it in there. That would be my guess. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that like Childs is like a, like a big crush on McReady, and like he really wants to be leader with him, but just can't. That's how I think of his character. <laughs> it's like in a um, what's that one movie? Wes Anderson, where they're trying to get that giant shark. Oh, uh, yeah, where uh, Willem Dafoe like wants to be Dafoe. like Team A. It's Willem Dafoe's character. He's Klaus. <laughs> He's Klaus. But He's the Klaus of this movie. A. You're the leader of Team B. Thanks. Thanks for not inviting me. That is real axe work. <laughs> yeah. And Jack Nicholson did it better. <laughs> Different camera angles, though. Come on. <laughs> I like this scene, too. Where, like, McGreedy looks crazy. Like, his beard's all frozen. Uh -huh. Again, Blu-ray, awesome. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, that I, sorry that I prepared for this commentary by getting the ultimate version to watch this movie. <laughs> the second ultimate. I got to see this movie on 35mm a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, with John Carpenter. It was there. He, he, he introduced the movie. It was awesome. He's got the crazy eyes. Oh, snap. No, no, get off me! Get off me! I'm out. Can't the line, asshole. Let's go to line. So why do you think he he like bends over in pain? Like, Who? um, the, the fat one. Oh, I, well, he's got like a heart condition or something, right? Because no one else does that. Well, he's, he's fatter. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What are you saying about Santa Claus? <laughs> some, some of them are in shape and some aren't. <laughs> I like the smash cut to this scene. Like, that must have been difficult to get the greedy out of that room. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This scene is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of those like shock scenes, like too. This is like this gets crazy. Spoilers, because <laughs> it's like this is one you just don't see coming at all, where it's just like ah, oh, chest opens, nastiness. Then the, the head, head thing, thing happens. Weird, yeah. Head thing, yeah, Abe, yeah. You just saw yeah. this movie. I was like, so, wow, like, that's really clever. But how good does this movie look still? Like, the effects are fantastic, especially compared to the crappy pre-make that we just watched. Like, it looks so good. And here goes the, uh... Whoa! So that was like the guy they used for the fake arms. There was like a stunt, like a stunt double that's an actual double arm amputee. 
to get that shot. Oh my god, it looks crazy. <laughs> it's insane. That's something. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't get these effect shots anymore. You don't get like heads separating for practically anymore, and it looks fantastic. Is it more expensive to do it this way than to do it CGI? Honestly, I don't know because I don't. If it is, like that's the only. Thing. I don't know. I want to know this fact. I want to know if it's actually more expensive to do something like this, which looks fucking fantastic, opposed to making yeah. CG mess that has no character, no life to it. It just looks like, hey, here's a big CG blob. Run from this tennis ball, actors. Like, how cool does that look? That's awesome. <laughs> And it's, like, even to the point where, like, I, if I don't think about it enough, I just don't know how it's been done. Like, I have maybe an idea, but with, like, without reading about it, like, I, I don't right. know they're doing that effect right it's now. exactly how I used to imagine eating fruit by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> this part was oh, fucking crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Other movies that do stuff like this really good, like Evil Dead, like the Evil Dead movies. And, like, uh, Day of the Dead, the George Romero, uh, the third movie, the third Living Dead movie. That movie has, like, yeah. some crazy, like, some, like, crazy gore effects. Like, Tom Savini went, like, crazy on that movie when he's a makeup artist. He went just nuts designing crazy zombie deaths in that really? one. There it goes. Skitter, 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 skitter. I like to think that the alien walks like Stewie and Family Guy. <laughs> it's just... Sorry, I'm really quiet, but I'm, in, I'm enthralled by the film. I know, because it's crazy going on. I'm just, like, I'm just watching it. They just want to see him dance. Little test. Would you place, like, um, Brown Stoker's Dracula up there in terms of, like, vis visual effects? Because that was done with, like, very little. There, there, there's a mix, I would say. I, yeah, I think there's there's a there's a lot of good practical work in that movie. Yeah. But that's all that Guillermo del Toro stuff so much because he's so he just loves you in practical effects work. Mm -hmm. Like watching like I'll go to Hell I'll finally go to Hellboy two on this Alan. Like on Hellboy two, like mm -hmm. there's that whole marketplace scene with like all the trolls and creatures and what crazy designs and on the on the DVD on the Blu-ray that behind the scenes shows like how much effort he put into a scene that lasts for like maybe five minutes. Yeah, like to encompass like that, what, the atmosphere and everything going on. There's like just a crazy amount of detail, and you just don't see that enough anymore. Like, you do for like maybe like the huge directors, like you know, yeah. James Cameron. Like as much as the Avatar CG, there's tons of like a work done in creating a world that makes it seem effective. And same with like um, you know Spielberg and you know the big ones like in, in like Peter Jackson, obviously yeah. too. But honestly, you just don't see it enough anymore. And I like to think it's maybe budgetary reasons or like you know, time spent opposed to taking the easy routes, which, I mean, in itself is, there's still things to be commended about these it's not a bad thing, but it's just, there's so much to appreciate seeing live action, practical effects work that looks, you know, great on screen. Yeah.
Can I just say how commendable it is that both the black guys are still alive? I know, yeah, that's what I, uh, I like that. Theoretically, if they're not the thing. Okay, besides Scream 2, name me a movie where the black guy dies first. A horror movie. I don't know. Thanks. I never cared to begin with. <laughs> Comedy. Horror movies. This should look real. It's not that they die first, Aaron. It's that they don't make it. See, I don't think that's consistent enough, though. I know that whenever I like to go out on the town, I always have a black friend, just in case. <laughs> I think there's times where they do make it and times where they don't make it, but I don't think there's a consistent enough statistic to say that black guys usually die in horror movies. Well, why does it have to be black guys? It could be black women. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool? Seeing thumbs being, like, cut and blood come out of the gut. That's a cool little effect. <laughs> You say uh, The Shining doesn't have the black guy die first. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does, actually. Hold on. Does anyone else die in that movie before Scatman Brothers? Everyone is already yeah, dead. I was going to say, me, besides all the dead people, the ghosts. Yeah. Okay, Jordan. Well played. I know it's like a cast of six, but like... <laughs> in the shot of McReady holding the dish of Palmer's blood right before he tests it, the hand he holds that holds the dish is fake. Oh, and Sphere. Queen Latifah dies first. Queen Latifah's in that movie? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. In what movie? In Sphere. Yeah. The, uh, cl- oh, yeah. 97 classic. <laughs> Childs. I love you, man. <laughs> I want to be on your team. Thanks. Thanks for not testing me. <laughs> Your card. Yeah. This is just a, this is a great scene. Like, where is this scene in the yeah, movie? I know. That's what I was saying. Like, like where is the, this like awesome, like full of tension, perfectly made scene? Like this. They have porcelain fillings instead. Yeah. Even with even without the uh, the creature effects, which are, you know make the movie fantastic, you have scenes like this, which thrive all on tension and paranoia, which is just fantastic. This is just such a great movie. <laughs> well, people are afraid to take their time. Yeah, nowadays everyone has ADD. Today's audience is for the most part generalizing. Is that Palmer? Yeah, Gary. I don't know, Palmer, Palmer's the stone head? Palmer's the other. This yeah. shit freaks me out. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, like... Jammed. Every day I'm shuffling. Oh, that looks creepy. <laughs> Ah. Ah. How'd they do that? That's a cool shot. <laughs> like, 
That used to be like a reverse. Right? Oh, Windows. Oh, we hardly knew you. Oh. 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 I lived a good life. Yeah, I didn't quite get to Windows 98, though. Oh, no. Black Windows just XP'd the film. You, you get it? McReady's standing next to a pinball machine heat that says heat wave on it. Oh, there, it <laughs> there it is. Time. <laughs> okay, now this explosion. Look at that throw. That like actually, that like actually knocked him back. Like that was real, and he didn't realize how big it was gonna be. So like Kurt Russell actually just like fell out of the camera almost there. Seems like a bad <laughs> idea. Cause what if like some of the bits like fell in his mouth or something? Uh, yeah. Well, that's they're fearless. Here we go. Kurt Russell was almost injured in the scene where he blows up the alien Palmer with a stick of dynamite. Apparently, he had no idea how big of an explosion it would be, and the reaction he has is genuine. <laughs> But I was talking about, like, in terms of getting infected by an alien. Oh, yeah. Well. Character-wise. Kurt, Kurt Russell's pretty, uh, he's pretty solid. He, he seems to know what he's, McReady, McReady knows he's doing. Now, these cuts are funny, too. <laughs> just, like, all, like, every time one of them passes, they're just next to each other. <laughs> I love you, McReady. <laughs> we should like to see like a. That's awesome. There's two, great, there's two great f bombs in this movie, and one of them's obviously Kurt Russell at the end, and the other's like right here after this. Yeah. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> I think his eyebrows got whiter in that scene. But no, they said the same colors because he got so red that you just noticed more. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Clar clarify. Anytime, anytime. Clarified. Oh, man, this movie's almost over. Well, yeah. Where does the time go? Yeah. 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 Time flies when you're thinking around. Oh. There's a baby. Yeah, the thing baby. Nice. It's like uh, Dawn of the Dead when the baby gets born. There's a proper remake, the Dawn of the Dead remake. That's how you do it right. Yes. That was more of like a reimagining as an action movie than it was a remake of a zombie classic. <laughs> I was fine with it. I love that movie. I've watched that movie That's so good. many times. Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. That's my favorite Zack Snyder movie. I'd, I'd probably say that. I yeah, I'd like to I agree. A lot. Well, I don't know, but so. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no sucker punch, <laughs> but. Very few things are. Yep. 
that's kind of why I was excited about the pre-make, too, because it was, like, from the producer of Dawn of the Dead. So I'm like, all right, so maybe they'll, like, do kind of a, take a different spin on it and make it, you know, fun. Boy, that didn't pan out. But... <laughs> loose, loose, loose floorboards, huh? Solid Shake Redemption. <laughs> it was weird that he had that Rita Hayworth poster on the ground. Hey, you know, I'd rather her be laying on her back. <laughs> how did he have the time for this? What did he? How did he do this? When you're a thing, you have like you can make like multiple arms. I assume, right? And like really get crazy with it. sandwich. I like that he brought a table down. It's nice to have a workspace. And like an entire chest of tools. Yeah. Wait, how long was he down there? Like three days. An hour. <laughs> three, three, three days, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if the, if the thing can copy an entire human being in like five minutes, I'm pretty sure he can take a few days to build a whole spaceship by himself. Using... No, I believe that. Why wouldn't he just escape, I... run back to the uh, original spaceship? Know how long yeah. You know how long of a walk that is? He ran there, uh, being the dog. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, the dog has good cardio. Yeah, dog has, exactly. Uh, if, you're, if, you're fat, if you're fat Wilford Grimley, you can't just be walking around in the snow. I disagree. I think you can do it. Have you seen those commercials? <laughs> he can barely stand up in the commercial. <laughs> Does he even have his foot still? That's, that's a mean joke. <laughs> wow. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> In August 2003, a couple of hardcore fans, Tom Cameron, Todd Cameron, and Steve Crawford, ventured to the remote filming locations in Stewart, British Columbia, and after 21 years, found remains of Outpost 31 and the Norwegian helicopter. The rotor blade from the chopper now belongs to Todd and rests in his collection of memorabilia from the film. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Childs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Black Don't Crack. For anyone unaware, the uh, the thing is the first part of John Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy, which was followed by Prince of Darkness and In the Mouth of Madness. Ghosts of Mars. Ghosts <laughs> Ghost of Mars is a part of the um, the uh, Hey I'm Still Making Movies trilogy, which was part first part of uh, uh, John Carpenter's Vampires, then the uh, Ghosts of Mars, and then the Ward. I, what about I, uh, Masters of Horror? Would you count that? I have not seen Master of the Board, actually. It's a horrible series. Yeah, well. I tell you. Guess I don't need to really check it out then. You should definitely see it. Thank you. Thanks for that recommendation. <laughs> he's so crazy. He is. He's got the creepiness <laughs> throughout this. I like to think that he's like a rogue thing. <laughs> he's some other part of the thing. He's like, screw this, guys. So what do you guys think at the end? Do you think uh, Childs is the thing or not? Or is it something to wait till the very end? Um, that's a cool... See, look at Big Reedy tossing that dynamite like down, down the hole. That was awesome. Damn, that um, run out really quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that's why I love this movie so much. Like, 
it's such a bleak ending and you you, re you really don't know like there's no reason for McReady to be the thing I guess right there's no possible way it would seem given what he yeah meant. he's he's messing things up yeah like he, he, he's a he's a very self-hating thing if he was if he ends up being a thing at the end of the movie I didn't know they were Catholic but, <laughs> but um <laughs> you know childs I mean it's open for debate because he's wearing a different coat in the uh, the very last scene. Well, it's got cold. Oh, this is cool too. Of all these explosions. You know how good John Carpenter like, George, is. You know how John many... Carpenter will use the same scene cut three times. Thanks, Adrian. Check this This one. That's not the same. Different explosions. Look at the look at the no, the, the throw. Oh, the throw. <laughs> Kurt Russell's just consistent, dude. He'd be a great pitcher. He did play in the minor leagues, I think. I, I'm aware. I'm saying he'd be a great pitcher. <laughs> I think that he batted like 333 or something like that, which is. She. He didn't keep going because he's Kurt Russell. He's too yeah. awesome to stick around in the minor leagues. He's also the voice of the Hound. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> he is the voice of the Hound. I'm Disney's Fox and the Hound. Yeah. You're welcome. I love all the trivia that we're dishing out today. <laughs> Did this hat turn white? I'll say this, Jordan. When you play the Thing video game, you get a definite. You'll get you'll get a definite answer on what what. Oh, I can't wait! It's coming in the mail. Sweet. It's been shipped already. I, I hope to do a prequel, pod a, a sequel podcast to this for your reaction to the Thing video game. <laughs> you'll get it. He why, do, why doesn't he just play the game while we do a commentary over it? I like that idea, too. When we all get together at one point again, we'll, we'll watch Jordan play the video game and just comment on it and record it. And it'll be, mm. like, eight hours. <laughs> like, 20 hours. It's not that long. I'll make it that long. Okay, thank you. You'll play it on hard and use only one hand on the controller. <laughs> This is the first John Carpenter film that he did not score himself. The film's original choice for composer was Jerry Goldsmith, but he passed, and Ennio Morricone composed a very low-key, Carpenter-like score filled with brooding, menacing, and menacing bass chords. But I heard that uh, Carpenter filmed uh, some some songs himself for this. Yeah, he tends to do that anyway. Yeah. Who is he, Clint Eastwood? Randrino. Randrino. <laughs> song ruins the movie, which is already just okay. Oh, I hated the movie. Yeah, it's, that, that's that's it's a weird movie that somehow got a lot of praise for some reason. Yeah, that was a weird weird movie. Abe, do you like Gran Torino? <laughs> because there because do, do there are more people in you, it. Yeah, because of the Asian culture of that movie. Do you like the Asian? You know, that's exactly culture. what I am. Are you? Are you really? Are you a stereotype? No, I'm Wong. You're yeah. Wong. Oh. Okay. Did you like Gran Torino? Uh, I like I like <laughs> the Clint Eastwood parts. It's weird because I have a friend, uh, Vale, and shout out to him if he's actually listening to this. Who he he's also Asian <laughs> and he's um, he's not Wong, but he loves that movie, <laughs> so it, which always struck me as strange. I like the racist jokes in the barbershop. Oh my god, like what movie was oh, that? That was some other movie that also happened to be a great Torino starring the same actors, apparently. 
like, oh. That seemed like a weird, like, outtake reel that had. Oh, here we go. Face hugger. Oh. This thing was awesome. God, how cool is this movie? Like, that is so cool. You don't see that. Where does that happen anymore? Angela's Ashes. And it My shot. Bedroom. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Commentary goes downhill after that. Oh my god. Angela's ashes. <laughs> oh my god. Now, Nalls has like the mysterious death. You don't even know what happens to him in this movie. Hey, I'm just gonna walk down this uh, tunnel yeah, and uh, not tell little I can read a little thing about that, though. Nalls' death was originally filmed with him being attacked by Box Blair creature. Director John Carpenter was unsatisfied with the effect and left Nalls' death ambiguous. Jordan, I can't quite remember, but I think that also might be resolved in the thing game. Oh, really? I think so. Damn, I can't wait to play this game. It's really cool. I mean, given it's a PS2 game, that's a, I mean, it's not the best, but it's fun. I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell in Tango and Cash is channeling the greedy throughout. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm going to like this stick of dynamite cool. now. Uh, what's down there? Who goes there? Who'd that be? That's the urban version of that story. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, should I, uh, grab the dynamite? Kevin! <laughs> Boom. Oh, here comes the cheesy stop motion. Yeah. But it's still awesome. It's still awesome, stop motion. It's like Evil Dead. It's just, it's just of, uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, good call. Good call. Okay. I don't That's even, awesome. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, it's really... back, right? Yeah, everything goes yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it's like when the T one thousand gets So I guess we're supposed to that's you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to roll, no. <laughs> it's like in SWAT when, like, when Sam Jackson says only the only guys that roll are in John Woo movies. <laughs> yeah, I reference SWAT with Sam Jackson. I love that movie. I like that movie. It's fun. <laughs> you either SWAT or you're not. <laughs> Big explosion. Big explosion for, for Kurt Russell to survive. <laughs> and yeah, when he says, and fuck you too, like, is, that's just amazing. <laughs> like, that's... That seems like something Kurt Russell just came with uh, up with on the day. That's like that's like his like George uh, his uh, Indiana Jones shoot the guy moment. Yeah. So I've heard some people say that. Um, tell me if you you agree um, that Kurt Russell could have turned into the thing between like the explosion and walking here by like, someone else. Yeah. Um, that's and that like both he and Childs are. Um, the, an, an alien at the end. See, I think that's kind of stupid. That but. is kind of stupid. I mean, that wouldn't make any sense to me. I mean, like, why would they? If the 
But if it depends, because you know, we don't really know the thing's internal logic, I guess. So you don't know if they could be right. if they're sharing in, in, a, in a, a same memory or whatever. Like, like, and they know that one another is a thing. Like, if let's say if McCready and Childs are both a thing, would they each know that they're things? That's why, yeah, it's not saying. I mean, that's why it doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, because you you don't really. We don't know enough about the thing creature in proto form, I guess, to know how its brain logic works in terms of when it's in multiple different things. So, but I prefer to think that they're. I pre personally, I prefer to think that they're both human. I think that's. I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I like the. I like right. the idea of the, just the paranoia being too much for them to handle. So they just say, "Fuck it, let's just drink." They're having a tender moment. This is like enemy line. Well, it helps. I mean, because you know, I love you, McGreedy. So, Child gets to live out with his man crush. <laughs> well, Child still has his earring in, and according to the logic in the prequel, then he can't be the thing. Wait, does he have an earring right now? I think so. You know, uh... it was it was in a previous shot. It wasn't a previous shot, was it? Yeah. Well, fuck the prequel. <laughs> we'll get to that in, you know, about ten minutes, George. <laughs> you want a spoon? <laughs> it's going to get chilly out here eventually. When the video game starts, they're just having sex. <laughs> <laughs> It's like heavy rain. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can read some alternate and alternate endings. Hold on. Please do. Okay, come here we go. An alternate ending was originally shot showing McGreedy rescued in a blood test proving he was human, but it was done as a precaution and never used as even for a test screening because it sucked, basically, because it was not part of John Carpenter's original vision. Let's see. At a horror convention in 2008, Keith David Childs was asked if he ever knew who at the very end of the movie was infected with the alien. He smiled and said, well, I don't know about Kurt Russell, but it sure as hell wasn't me. <laughs> Okay, so that was that was the thing. That movie's yeah. Awesome. Was, Kata. Yeah, let's just read the names. <laughs> David Clennon. Bomber. <laughs> Chief David is child. No childs. Jake Dysart. Doctor Cooper. Copper. Kappa. Chucky Hallahan. Chuck Norris. Oh crap. That's true. <laughs> Pete Maloney as PJ Bennings. I don't know where the J came from. <laughs> F is in Frank. Dick Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Moffat is Gurry. Don Gurry. Joe Polis is fucks. Joe fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Waits is in this movie. That's <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Tom Waits. Yeah, I can only see it. Tom Waits doesn't use a computer. This is false. Those Swedes. Walk Walker. 
All right. Well, I think we could wrap this up. <laughs> Just keep doing this. Uh, that was that was fun. I guess. Uh, I hope the three people that listened to this were also entertained <laughs> by our uh, commentary for John Carpenter's well, yeah, 1982. Listen to it. Are the three people on it? Uh, yeah. I, I and uh, obviously I think that the only people listening to this are the people that have you know decided to just not keep listening to the John Carpenter Kurt Russell commentary. That's most likely superior. Well, it is superior. I've listened to it. It's quite good for the thing. I was into it. What? He was into it. He was into it. Yeah. Well, it's good. But uh. No. Yeah, so that was that was a uh, that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, this was out now with Aaron and Abe. We've had our uh, Jordan Grout and uh, Alan Aguilera here with us to discuss the thing. Quite cool. Um, out now with Aaron and Abe is also a film podcast regularly, which talks about the latest movie releases, trailers, box office results, retro review, and other fun stuff like game things. Um, you can find more of my reviews at thecodazeek uh, dot com and uh, wiseblue dot com. Um, I also follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. Abe? People can find more of my work at walrusmoose.blogspot.com, two animals, walrusmoose.blogspot.com, and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Jordan? Um, I guess you'd go to damn dirty blog if you wanted, .blogspot.com. Sometimes I write stuff when I feel like it. I noticed you were writing stuff lately. I know. I, uh, I was motivated. <laughs> yeah. By your, Thank you. By the, the, the hatred you have of Red State for whatever reason. Oh, man. I hated that. <laughs> That's a whole other debate, I guess, we're going to have to have for a different episode because I really like that movie. It is. Dude, I, I, I can stand it. I haven't seen that movie and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, where can we find more of your work? Work is, is a bit of a yeah, stretch. stretch but... um, you can find me at... <laughs> Twitter? Um, backslash Mr. DVD that you can um, I'm also working with the Newport Beach Film Festival so if anybody wants to you can't really find any more work but you can if you're an aspiring you know filmmaker you can um, submit and then I could view and then I could say hey this is good or hey this is not it's exciting it's exciting work awesome yes and, and uh, yeah out now with Aaron and Abe you can find us all, all every episode at iTunes and at hhwlod.com you can also find plenty of other shows at hhwlod.com that all have to do with comics and movies and games and fun stuff I know all the guys actually at that site are at New York Comic Con this weekend and uh, they were having a lot of fun so kudos for them and uh, yeah email us out now podcast at gmail.com and uh, Facebook page facebook.com slash out now podcast and uh, yeah that should do it for our uh Thing commentary track. Thanks for anyone who stuck around to the very end. And uh, because you did that, the secret word is pumpernickel. <laughs> do with that what you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it. So uh, <laughs> take it easy. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. Outside, I've been running for miles Helicopter trailing behind Hey, it's a camp thing I'll stay for a while Won't you help a doggy out of a bind? There's nothing to see here I'm only a husky Your average adorable rover But once I convince you It's okay to trust me Your civilization is over I can't wait to see their faces When I spring Yes, sir, cause they think that I'm a dog, but I'm the thing, I'm the thing, baby. Can you tell that I'm not from around here? 
Did you know that things are worse than you feared? Cause I've been to a million planets And I can copy you right down to your beard You can check on your ancient computer It's astonishing how quickly I spread You can pick up an axe and go crazy But I can grow legs from my head So I might be MacReady or maybe I'm Doc Blair's been acting awfully suspicious That Gary's a liar, be sure to watch Clark And Windows, well he's just delicious So perform your little test Hey, you found me, I'm impressed Hey, to interrupt your endless bickering Big surprise, guys, I'm not Palmer I'm the thing from another world, baby Oh, you really gotta love paranoia More than half of you believe that I'm Mac Once you make up your mind, you can blow me up Or you can burn me or keep coming back I could be anyone So watch those hands, Doc, ouch You'll either end up dead Or tied to this fucking couch Past the point of silly denials So am I McCready or could I be Childs? Which one am I, baby? These poor bastards in the snow They were clueless, now they know It's a special brand of night 